His spirits are wounded. They heal with the great scabs of the peel. They'll give them new skin so the mending can begin. If their minds feeling gray, the great scabs lead the way. They'll give some lessons on finding their life again. They are the great scabs. Fall from the storm cemetery lands. They are the great scabs. Set to heal scales from Sandman's hands. They are the great scabs. They are the great I'm Sharkchild, and these are the tales of the Grave Scabs. Let the world you know fade away and enter the world of the Peel. Here is your narrator, the mysterious being in the dark clouds, Sonaman the Box Dropper. Hello again. Let me start your journey into the knowledge of Gravescabs by telling you about the Gravescab Stoneway. Stoneway's head is a light gray, and his body is sky blue. The unique quality that gives Stoneway life is virtue, and his symbol is a stone key. The stone key is a representation of sturdiness, but not just any kind of sturdiness. It represents the sturdiness of goodness, of doing what is right. To stand firm in goodness is a path that is accessed by Stoneway's stone key. These are the words given to this virtuous healer. There are times for laughter, goofiness, and fun. But in choosing goodness, don't ever run. There's one who is truthful without delay. He comes and goes by the name Stoneway. Gravescabs are not short on expressing themselves, so let me now share with you the tale that Stoneway so kindly shared with me when I had the pleasure of greeting him from the lands beyond. The stories that Gravescabs share are not about themselves, they are about the qualities that create their life. These stories are, in many senses, their very own memories. This is Stoneway's story. I'm Stoneway and I stand for virtue. One day, as a gift, a little girl named Deli was given a brown, skinny, and rugged seed. When she first held it in her hands, she did not know what to think of it or why it was given to her. It had no weight. It had no character. It had not one feature that by beauty could be defined. Nonetheless, Deli decided that she would cherish the seed. She took the seed home with care, making sure not to lose or damage it. Once home, Deli immediately went into her backyard and planted the seed in some barren soil and watered it. For a moment, she stared at the soil, hoping something would happen right then and there, as if her seed was special or magical. But it did not. So, she had to remind herself that she had to be diligent with care and patient. "'Can you see a sprout yet?' Deli's mother asked her after a day had passed. "'No.' Not yet, Deli answered without worry. She continued to water and nurture the seed. Can you see a sprout yet? Deli's mother asked her after two more days had passed. No, not yet, she answered. But this time she was beginning to grow anxious. Again, Deli continued to water and nurture the seed. Can you see a sprout yet? Her mother asked her after another two days had passed. No, 
Not yet, Delhi answered. Although being slightly discouraged by the lack of results, Delhi watered and nurtured the seed for three more days, keeping as much hope as she could. On the ninth day, Delhi saw what she had been longing to see, a sprout. She waited to tell her mother what had happened because she wanted her to ask her the same question she always had. So, this time, when her mother asked her, Can you see a sprout yet? She jumped up and down and yelled, Yes, yes, my seed has sprouted. She held back no excitement as the day progressed. She told every person she came into contact with that her seed had sprouted. There was a pride that came with the success of giving life to something that otherwise would not have had it. She loved the feeling of effort paying off with reward. On the days that followed, Delhi ran to the sprout with unending excitement, each time to see how it had grown. Taller and taller, and wider and wider, the sprout grew, and happier and happier she became. Her sprout had become a wonderful lilac plant. One morning before she was brought to school, Delhi overheard her parents talking to one another. I was thinking of having them start in a couple weeks, her father said. That would be great, but what about Delhi's lilac plant that is growing there? Oh, that's right. Do you think she would mind if we moved it? I don't think she would, but we don't really have anywhere else to put it, and a pot isn't big enough for that kind of plant. Well, we don't have to put the pool in quite yet. We can wait. Why don't you just talk to Delhi tonight when you get home? You're right. I'll do that. When Delhi first heard this conversation, she was sad. Her plant meant so much to her, and she did not want to have to lose it. After a day of school and thinking about her plant and her parents, she decided what she was going to do. Later in the early morning, Delhi's father came home and she went up to him. Dad, it's okay if you put the pool in. I don't mind. I'm going to give my lilac plant to my friend at school. She'll be able to take care of it. That is so nice of you, Delhi. I would never have wanted to do anything to it without your permission. That is honestly very nice of you. Thank you. You're welcome, Dad. I want to do good things for you just like you do good things for me and Mom. And that is the story of the little girl Deli and her seed. I'm Stoneway and I stand for virtue. You have now heard Stoneway's story and have a better idea of why the grave scabs exist. I hope that you will share his story with others just as I have shared it with you. And not only in words, but also in action. Don't wander far, for many more Gravescab tales await. That concludes this episode of Gravescabs. Download all of the episodes from Gravescabs.com or iTunes. Buy and collect all of the Gravescabs plush toys at Gravescabs.com. Gravescabs isn't just a podcast, it's a toy. The Gravescabs trademark and all Gravescabs content are the property of Sharkchild and may not be used for distribution, publication, or monetary gain without written consent. Heal and Peel.